1: Rocco Kelly, host of The Sports Angle, with MLB coming back, with the announcement of the return of Major League Baseball, 60 games, 40 in their division, 20 interleague, there has been a lot of back and forth when it comes to Where are these teams are going to play? Are teams going to play at their home ballpark? Are they going to use their spring training facility? There has been all these questions. The Toronto Blue Jays have been a main piece of controversy because of this situation. For anyone who does not know, The U.S.-Canadian border is not projected to open until late July. And there has been even more confirmed reports that it is a possibility that the U.S.-Canadian border could not open even up till August. Now, this could deal with the NHL as well, but we'll get to them later in the show. Let's focus on baseball for right now. The Toronto Blue Jays want to play in their home ballpark. But think about this. How would Toronto play at Rogers Centre? How would they be able to play at their home ballpark if the U.S.-Canada US-Can- border would not be open? If teams are not allowed to go across the border and play Toronto, well, They would have to do one of two things. They would have to have a certain waiver for a team to come over. Or they would play all their games on the road. There would be no home games for 60 games straight. It would be on the road. That seems very unlikely. And I don't believe that the Toronto Blue Jays organization and their management would want to do that. So what is your next option there? Well, you stop and think for a second. What about their spring training facility? How about they use their camp in Florida? Well, here is the one caveat about that. The one little stop in their plan. There was a coronavirus outbreak that took place around a spring training complex. And it just so happened that that exact complex was in close proximity to, you guessed it, the Toronto Blue Jays. So, if that coronavirus outbreak and that hot spot occurred near the spring training facility of the Toronto Blue Jays, now, what's next? Where would they want to go if they can't use their spring training facility and if they can't use their MLB ballpark? Well, let's get unconventional. Let's go out of the box. Let's use their A affiliate. The Buffalo Bison, out there in Buffalo, New York, they have one of the best ballparks in AAA. It's very nice. There's a lot of seating there. More importantly, it's up to date, which is what MLB would want. For anyone who hasn't been watching the news recently, you would, know, you would not know that Governor Cuomo, who is from New York, has put a travel ban on New York in visiting states in, in these 12 visiting states and half of them are in MLB. So if the Toronto Blue Jays wanted to go to Buffalo and play games there, they could not do that because with the travel ban initiated by the governor, no team would be able to travel to Buffalo and play the Toronto Blue Jays. Rocco, I give up. What's Toronto going to do? Ah, there is one final solution. One city that they could play in. One ballpark that is very unconventional that they would be able to go to. It's out of the box, and it is so unconventional that baseball fans, you have not thought about it. Their double-A affiliate just so happens to be the New Hampshire Fisher Cats. They have a ballpark who was constructed not that while ago. And more importantly, since there's going to be no fans in attendance, you don't have to worry about the seating. So, how about this? If Buffalo cannot be put into effect because of the travel ban in New York, if their spring training facility can't be used because it's in close proximity to a coronavirus hotspot, and if you can't use your MLB ballpark because of the U.S.-Canada border, how about you go to New Hampshire, you go to your AA affiliate, and you play your home games in New Hampshire. This is something that most people will not talk about. They will not discuss the fact that they have a double A affiliate with a ballpark that's up to code. A double A ballpark that could actually have a MLB team go there if they had to. And more importantly, they have a ballpark that's ready to go, and Toronto could go in and start playing right now. My angle is that if you can't use Buffalo, you can't use Florida, and you can't use Toronto, how about you think out of the box and you go to New Hampshire and you play your season in New Hampshire. I believe it's a great idea. And besides, you can get yourself a little bit of lobster too with you going to New Hampshire. For everyone who's listening right now on AMP, TV, you let me know. Do you believe that if Toronto had better option that they would go to New Hampshire, that they would play their games inside a double A affiliate stadium, that they would take half their season and play in a ballpark that has never had an MLB game there? Because if you are not going to use their AAA, if you're not going to use your spring training, and you can't use your MLB, they should use their A because that is an option that most people cannot think about. If everyone is watching on Facebook Live, you join in the conversation as well. Let me know, with the New Hampshire Fisher Cats, who is their A affiliate, Would it be a smart move for the Toronto Blue Jays to go down there and play their games out there in (laughs) New Hampshire? Let's go to chat on Amp TV.
2: MTV says use new triple as Las Vegas.
1: Ah, yes, Las Vegas Ballpark. One of the best new ballparks that has come about lately. Why would Toronto come all the way over to the West Coast when, think about this, the Toronto Blue Jays at one point were the Triple A affiliate of the Las Vegas 51s. The Las Vegas 51s from 2009 to 2013 were the AAA affiliate of the Toronto Blue Jays. What happened with that relationship is that because Toronto wanted a closer proximity to their AAA team, they dropped Las Vegas and went with Buffalo. And they still have that agreement to this day. I don't believe that Toronto would go back to Las Vegas considering... That they already had a prior relationship there. And more importantly. If they want a close proximity. New Hampshire. Is a lot closer to Toronto. Than Toronto would be to Las Vegas. The travel. The distance. And more importantly. They're going to do division versus division. Think about this. If you are going to face the Yankees. And the Red Sox. And the Rays and the Orioles that are all on the East Coast, why would they go to the West Coast and play their games in Las Vegas? What logic does it make for them to take all of those East Coast teams, get them on a plane, and travel thousands of miles down to Las Vegas to play a East Coast team? You have to remember now, MLB has done this schedule This 60-game schedule for geographical reasons. To make sure that the travel... To make sure that the travel between these teams is not hectic. To make sure that the possibility of travel issues popping up is limited. That is why they would go to New Hampshire. Because it's closer to Toronto. And it would still be on the East Coast. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. This is The Sports Angle.
3: Do you have any questions about legal issues? Have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with? Have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do? Do you have a will or power of attorney question? Is your home being foreclosed upon and you don't know where to turn? Maybe you were given a contract that you don't understand. For freedom and a worry-free solution, call for Legal Shield today at 213-245-1305. It's that simple. You will have access to high-quality law firms that will fight for you for less than a dollar a day. Peace of mind is just a call away. That's for Legal Shield. Call 213-245-1305 or visit us at nocourt.us. It's justice for all and not justice for some. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide. You bring the idea. The American Business Trust Company can help with the rest. This is Sal Tozzolino, host and remaster of The Sports Circus. Why listen to the same old dog and pony show that you've heard all day long? The Sports Circus covers everything that other shows don't or are too scared to cover. There's no primetime show like it out here that'll punch you in the mouth and you'll beg for more. You can call in and participate with our chaos if you dare. Join me and celebrity guests for Havoc and Mayhem weekdays at 5 p.m. Pacific here on Amp TV or stream the show live at thesportscircus.com. Remember, folks, it's a circus and we prove it every day.
2: Protect your money from the next market crash with gold and silver. Call now for your free gold
3: guide. 800-755-4281. 800-755-4281. 800-755-4281. That's 800-755-4281.
1: Rocco Kelly here, host of the Sports Angle. You can watch us on Amp TV, double A M P TV. You could go to chat. You could discuss it live with your host, Rocco Kelly. You could go to Facebook Live, watch the show there. Go to thesportsangle.com. Check out our articles and our featured guests. Also. For everyone who's listening on KIOF 97.9 FM, KSIX CBS Sports Radio 95.1, 96.1, and 12.30 AM, and Top 1490 WIRB. Let's go back to chat on Amp TV because I believe there is still an argument to be made about Las Vegas being a potential alternative For an MLB team.
2: Why not come to Las Vegas and play at the ballpark? Triple A ballpark. No New York. No Arizona. No Florida. Las Vegas could be a good alternative.
1: If this was a West Coast team. If this was the Arizona Diamondbacks. Or if there was a team like the Colorado Rockies. That for some reason couldn't play then I would agree. Okay, you take a West Coast team that's not able to use their ballpark and you put them in Las Vegas. I would agree with you. Here's the problem. This isn't a West Coast team we're talking about. This is the Toronto Blue Jays. Toronto is next to Buffalo. All right, it's next to New York. Okay, you have that U.S.-Canada border Toronto, Buffalo, you have that on the map there. The reason I brought up New Hampshire is because if you run out of possibilities, if you cannot use Buffalo, New York, their AAA, if you cannot use their spring training camp in Florida, and if you cannot open up the U.S.-Canada border to have these games be played, then you are going to have to come up with an out-of-the-box option. You're going to have to come up with an idea that is unorthodox and going to New Hampshire out of all places. Like, everyone is listening right now. Be honest. What have you ever considered New Hampshire when I started this conversation? When I was listing off why they couldn't go to Toronto. When I was listing off that they couldn't go to their spring training in Florida. When I was building up to the fact that they could not go to Buffalo, New York cuz that travel ban, did New Hampshire ever cross your mind? Did their double A affiliate and their ballpark that is MLB ready? Did it ever cross your mind? It's because it's an unorthodox way to have MLB come back. If you cannot get the Rogers uh, Center if you cannot have all of these places be reopened, you're gonna have to think about something brand new. And that brand new is go to New Hampshire and play in their double-A affiliate ballpark. I will mention to give this person's credit that if it keeps if it continues to get bad in Arizona, if for some reason these hot spots keep showing back up and it's in close proximity to Chase Field, or if it's in close proximity to Coors Field, or any of these ballparks on the West Coast, then I will agree with you that the Las Vegas ballpark could be ready and good to go. That's if Governor Sisalak doesn't require all the players to wear masks on the field. Alright, as long as he doesn't require players in hundred and ten degrees to wear a mask at the plate, to have a pitcher beyond the mound with a mask trying to, to trying to survive a heat stroke. Alright, as long as he doesn't do that, then I recommend Las Vegas ballpark. But if he tries to make the mask a requirement, then don't come to Las Vegas. That's my one caveat. In the NBA, there is a TV personality named Charles Barkley. I think he did something else when he was younger, but I don't know what it was. And as a TV personality, he talks about the NBA. He goes on, he commentates, he gives your opinion on what goes on. Well, he has had an attachment to the Philadelphia 76ers for a long time. Okay. He has been a longtime member of the Philadelphia 76ers. Once again, I don't know why. I mean, I think maybe he, maybe, oh, oh, maybe he was uh, on the coaching staff, right? I think he was on the coaching staff. Anyway, so with Charles Barkley, he has flip flopped. On the Philadelphia 76ers, more times that Ben Simmons misses a three pointer. Beginning of the season in September, he said that they are going to win a championship, that there is no doubt they are a lock to win an NBA title. Then a couple of months later go by, it gets to December, and he says there ain't no chance the Philadelphia 76ers are going to win a title. Now let's jump all the way to June. And now Charles Barkley has said that the Philadelphia 76ers are the sleeper to win the NBA title. Charles Barkley, I'm I don't normally call people out for doing this, but make up your mind. Are the 76ers a lock to win the championship? Or are there no chance they're going to win? Are they a sleeper to win an NBA title? Or are they going to get bounced in the first round? Bar- Charles Barkley, make up your mind. And you know what? I'm not going to just bash one person without having, without having some own rebuttals on my own. With the NBA, I will admit, At one point, I had the Boston Celtics and the Los Angeles Clippers. Beginning of the year, Boston, L.A. And then, at one point during the season, I switched to Toronto and L.A. But I was reminded recently that if you make a pick, you stick with it no matter what. That if you tell on air that two teams are going to make it to the finals... You stick with that no matter what. So, here on the sports angle, I'm going to let you know now that the Los Angeles Clippers, the team that I picked to win the NBA Finals from the very beginning, I'm sticking with them. The Los Angeles Clippers are the best team in the West. The Los Angeles Clippers are without a doubt one of the best teams, offensively, defensively, their starting lineup, and more importantly, when it comes to their coaching staff, the Los Angeles Clippers have the talent to win an NBA championship. I understand that the likelihood of having an LA team is very high. I'm not a believer in the Los Angeles Lakers. I don't believe that when it comes to the long-term success of the NBA playoffs, the Lakers are going to work. That's why I'm going to keep my original prediction, and I'm going to have the Los Angeles Clippers not just make it to the finals. For the first time in franchise history, the Clippers are going to win the NBA title. They are going to have Kawhi Leonard have the Finals MVP in one hand and the NBA Finals in another. It is going to be a great moment for the NBA because for the first time ever, LA's little bro, the team that gets made fun of by their big bro in the Lakers for not winning a championship, will finally get it done and they will win. And they will have that parade in L.A. Kawhi Leonard for the second year in a row will be having the time of his life being a champion in the NBA. Also, what does this do for Kawhi Leonard's legacy? If they win the championship, if if they get for the first time ever an NBA title, how does this strengthen Kawhi Leonard? Well, think about this. Kawhi Leonard won his first title by shutting down LeBron James with the San Antonio Spurs. That him and Greg Popovich won their first ever uh, title together. And Kawhi Leonard was a key component of why the Spurs beat the Heat. A couple of years go by, he gets traded to Toronto. A team that never won a title. And what does Kawhi Leonard do? He wins them a title. And he beats a dynasty in the process. He topples the Golden State Warriors. For a player to win three titles with three different teams, three different coaches, three different starting lineups, that is that nobody can take away from Kawhi Leonard. And his legacy would be solidified if they win a title. I am your host, Rocco Kelly. This is The Sports Angle.
3: Do you have any questions about legal issues? Have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with? Have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do? Do you have a will or power of attorney question? Is your home being foreclosed upon and you don't know where to turn? Maybe you were given a contract that you don't understand. For freedom and a worry-free solution, call for Legal Shield today at 213-245-1305. It's that simple. You will have access to high-quality law firms that will fight for you for less than a dollar a day. Peace of mind is just a call away. That's for Legal Shield. Call 213-245-1305 or visit us at nocourt.us. It's justice for all and not justice for some. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide. This is Sal Tozzolino, host and remaster of The Sports Circus. Why listen to the same old dog and pony show that you've heard all day long? The Sports Circus covers everything that other shows don't or are too scared to cover. There's no primetime show like it out here that'll punch you in the mouth and you'll beg for more. You can call in and participate with our chaos if you dare. Join me and celebrity guests for Havoc and Mayhem weekdays at 5 p.m. Pacific here on Amp TV or stream the show live at thesportscircus.com. Remember, folks, it's a circus and so we prove it every day.
2: Protect your money from the next market crash with gold and silver. Call now for your free gold guide. 800-755-4281 800-755-4281
3: 800 800-7- 4281 The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast
2: The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's.
0: Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal.
3: 554281. That's 800-755-4281.
1: This is The Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. In sports media, and more importantly, in sports broadcasting, there is this ideology. There is this idea that you can never be wrong. That even if your prediction is 100% false, you can't admit it. That if you pick one team... And the opposite teams end up winning. You pretend that it didn't happen. Despite the fact that they have video and audio of you saying that said thing. You have to deny, deny, and deny. Because remember now. When you're a sportscaster. You're always right. When you are a sports analyst. You are never wrong. I recently heard this TV analyst. I'm not going to say his name because I'm not going to dog him. He was talking about the Chicago Bear. And he was mentioning how Nick Foles has been a fluke. How Nick Foles has been a nobody. How Nick Foles has been one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL Since he joined in 2012. And I'm going to say one key component. That this analyst forgot about. Nick Foles. He at least won a Super Bowl. Nick Foles at least has some hardware in his house. That he can hold up high. And more importantly. Nick Foles has made way more money than the majority of us. Are ever going to make. So when someone like Nick Foles. Hears an analyst say something like that. Do you really think that affects him? Probably not. Do you think that an analyst is going to look foolish in nine months. When Mitchell Trubisky gets injured. And Nick Foles takes over and leads the Bears to the playoffs. Most definitely. Understand who Nick Foles is understand that Nick Foles is one of the best backup quarterbacks in the NFL. He's not a starter. I'm going to address that. He is not going to be the starter in Chicago. That's going to be Trubisky. But they brought in Foles to do exactly what he did in Philadelphia. They're bringing in Nick Foles to do exactly what he did in Kansas City, which is if their quarterback gets injured, he will come in and he will save the day. When Michael Vick was a starting quarterback in Philadelphia and he struggled, they brought in Nick Foles and he led him to the playoffs. He even went to the Pro Bowl that year, despite missing multiple games. When he was the Catholic Smith in Kansas City, he wasn't supposed to play. But Alex Smith suffered a concussion. Nick Foles comes in. He wins every game that he, was, that he was in in Kansas City. And he was actually a very key component at the end of the season to getting them to the playoffs. Now, obviously, Alex Smith took over when they actually made it to that playoff game. But without Nick Foles winning those final games of the season, they would have not made the playoffs. He goes to Philadelphia. Carson Wentz gets injured in 2017, and we already know what happened. I don't have to explain it to you, but they win a Super Bowl, and Nick Foles becomes a hero in Philly. The next season, Carson Wentz is starting quarterback. He gets injured once again. Nick Foles takes over, gets him to the playoffs, wins a playoff game. And almost gets him to the championship game against, against the Los Angeles Rams. Most people forget the fact that if Alshon Dreyfury had dropped that pass, he most likely would have gotten the Eagles to the NFC championship game to face the Los Angeles Rams. What I'm pointing out to you, and pointing out to that analyst that was talking about this, is that with Nick Foles, they are not bringing him in to be a starting quarterback. They're bringing him in to do what he did in Kansas City. They're bringing him in to be the savior he was in Philadelphia. He is not Jacksonville, Nick Foles. He is not St. Louis, Nick Foles. He is supposed to be the Matt Nagy, supposed to be the Andy Reid, Doug Peterson, Nick Foles. And I believe that with the fact that the quarterback coach, the offensive coordinator, and the head coach were all with him in either Kansas City or Philadelphia, that means he knows their system. That means he has chemistry with the coach. And I believe that the Chicago Bears have made a smart decision by getting one of the five, one of the top five backup quarterbacks in the NFL. If you agree or disagree on this, let your voice be heard. You let us know on AMP TV what you think about the Bears and the Nick Foles situation. Now, that analyst, I haven't said his name because here on the Sports Angle, I don't believe in bashing someone else publicly to get a point across. All right, And that's not what this show's about. But for everyone watching on Facebook Live, and for everyone who's listening on KIOF 97.9 FM, and KSIX 95.1, 96.1, and 12.30 AM, in the Corpus Christi and Greater Houston area, And talk 1490 WIRB in South Alabama and the Florida Panhandle. Understand that Nick Foles has been accomplished. Nick Foles has been successful in the NFL. I mean, he holds two NFL records and actually shares one record with a Purdue University quarterback. You may have heard of him. His name was Drew Brees. I wonder what happened to that guy. So for Nick Foles to be having basically three records with his name, I genuinely believe and I will be confident to say here on air that Trubisky will start the season. But when he has a terrible start, when he gets injured because offensive line won't be able to protect him, they will bring Nick Foles in. And he will do, once again, what he did in Kansas City and what he did in Philadelphia. And that will win games and get the Chicago Bears to the playoffs. All right? This has been well documented. This is June 25th. And this is the Sports Angle. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. And I'm letting you know that I am confident to say that Nick Foles will lead the Chicago Bears to the playoffs and he will do what they did in Kansas City and what they did in in Philadelphia. Let's go to chat on Amp TV.
2: Foles will be a better starter for the Bears by third game.
1: Now, that would be a great reality. If we're going to be realistic, I was going to say by halfway through the season. So by week seven, by week eight, if Trubisky is below 500 or if by any possibility he gets a leg injury or if there's something that happens, like he tears a muscle, then the Bears will put Nick Foles in. And I am not advocating for a player to get injured. I want to make that clear. But I know that injuries happen in the NFL. I know that when quarterbacks are in a system where the offensive line is not as good as it should be, injuries are going to happen. So if Trubisky ends up getting injured, or if he ends up being sluggish at the beginning of the season, expect the Bears by Week 7, expect them most likely by Week 10 to have Nick Foles be the starting quarterback. Because They are going to have a very short temper for Mitchell Trubisky. They are not going to have him start the full season if he is not performing. Why is that? Think about this. You have a Super Bowl champion as your backup quarterback. You have a QB who knows your system because he's been with with Coach Nagy. He has been with the quarterback coach. He has been under the offensive coordinator. So when you know the system and you know what it takes to win in that system, they are not going to be as patient with the starting quarterback as they were last year when they had a veteran quarterback who has only been in their system for maybe a year or two. Why would the NFL, and more importantly, why would the NFC North be able to have certain teams make the playoffs where a certain team won't? Why will this team A make it when team B won't? There's a very simple philosophy and a very simple reason for why a certain team might make the playoffs as opposed to team won't make the playoffs. I'm your host, Rocco Kelly. This is The Sports Angle.
3: Do you have any questions about legal issues? Have you ever been stopped by a police officer and issued a ticket that you're scared to deal with? Have you ever been in trouble with the law and don't know what to do? Do you have a will or power of attorney question? Is your home being foreclosed upon and you don't know where to turn? Maybe you were given a contract that you don't understand. For freedom and a worry-free solution, call for LegalShield today at 213-245-1305. It's that simple. You will have access to high-quality law firms that will fight for you for less than a dollar a day. Peace of mind is just a call away. That's for Legal Shield. Call 213-245-1305 or visit us at nocourt.us. It's justice for all and not justice for some. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet, you decide. This is Sal Tozzolino, host and remaster of The Sports Circus. Why listen of the same old dog and pony show that you've heard all day long? The Sports Circus covers everything that other shows don't or are too scared to cover. There's no primetime show like it out here that'll punch you in the mouth and you'll beg for more. You can call in and participate with our chaos if you dare. Join me and celebrity guests for Havoc and Mayhem weekdays at 5 p.m. Pacific here on Amp TV or stream the show live at thesportscircus.com. Remember, folks, it's a circus so we prove it every day.
1: Rocco Kelly here, host of The Sports Angle. You can watch us on TV. You can join into the chat and discuss it live with your host, Rocco Kelly. The NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, that's going to be happening very shortly. And with all of these teams going back to full strength with teams having the injury bug basically be a non-factor with this playoff coming in what teams have benefited from this pandemic what NHL teams have actually have this pandemic to thank for having them go back to full strength now this is going to sound very very wrong, but stay with me. Uh, I will explain later. The St. Louis Blues are the first winner of this pandemic per se, and that is that they're getting back their superstar. They will be having Vladimir Tarasenko, their star, one of the best players the St. Louis Blues have had for the past six years. He will be coming back from an injury he sustained Back in October. And he will be joining the St. Louis Blues again. To be on the team that is, had the best record in the Western Conference. A team that already had a lot of talent. But now you're bringing on a guy who can average. Around 80 or 90 points in a full 82 game season. A player who can get the puck two in the back of the net a player who rallies that team around him. More importantly, a player that the St. Louis Blues will be more than happy to bring back to their roster for the Stanley Cup playoffs. And surprisingly, the next team that is a winner when it comes to this coronavirus pandemic and this long, long wait from March all the way to July is a team that I have making the Stanley Cup Finals, and that is the Colorado Avalanche. Now, before the season was halted, one of their top linesmen, one of the best players the Colorado Avalanche have had for the past couple of months, Miko Ratanen. He has been a superstar in Colorado ever since they drafted him. He has shown why he was such an elite talent coming out of the NHL draft. And more importantly, when you put Ratan in alongside Landeskog and McKinnon, you are going to have a lethal first line. I mean, last year, they had the third most points by a single line in NHL history. Not just last year. I'm talking about in NHL history. And when you consider the fact that that first line will be back at full strength. And understanding that the Colorado Avalanche are also going to get back. Uh, Kadri, who is going to be a bottom six guy who is a bruiser who causes a lot of problems. But more importantly, he can also get it in the back of the net. On, on, on occasion, you're going to be getting back your starting goaltender and group bar. And more importantly, the Colorado Avalanche are going to be at full strength, which means their top three lines are going to be loaded. They're going to have four solid defensemen Cal McCarr, Eric Johnson, Ian Cole, and Samuel Girard, And you will have the D, the goaltending duo of Pavel Francouz. And F- F- Philippe Grubar. So Colorado is going to have a good team at full strength. And that's why, because of a lesson I learned recently, I am not changing my pick. I had Colorado at the beginning of the season. I'm sticking with them still. And they're the team I'm the most confident in heading into Stanley Cup. They have the talent, their lines are productive, and more importantly, with their defensive with their defensive pairings they are going to be a force in front of the goaltender and it's going to be a very good challenge for teams to try to bully and intimidate their defensive their defensive pairings surprisingly there are actually certain teams that when it comes to their injury list they either have very minor injuries or they have one bottom six forward that's coming back that most NHL fans aren't going to know of, but for the fans of that certain team, it is a big deal. The Vegas Golden Knights are going to have Alex Tuck come back. And for anyone who's not a Vegas Golden Knights fan or possibly a Minnesota Wild fan, you are not really going to know that much about Alex Tuck. It's a name you might have heard of once or twice before, but he isn't a player that you are going to immediately think of when it comes to the Vegas Golden Knights. He's a bottom six forward. He is one. He's on the top three lines for the Vegas Golden Knights. With him coming back, here is the dilemma with the Vegas Golden Knights. Okay, you're gonna have the Carlson, Marcus, and Smith line that has been one of the most productive lines since it was created in 2017. In fact, if you take that line and you, and you compare it to the top line for a lot of teams, they are very on par. In fact, they compare very well with some of the top lines in the NHL. You have the Pacioretty, Stone, and Stasny line, which I will give credit to Mark Stone. He is one of the top 20 players in the NHL. Pacioretty... He is one of the top thirty players in the NHL. Paul Stasny, he is an aging veteran. He's a good face-off guy. He's not somebody that's going to light up the light up the the school, the scoreboard with the Vegas Golden Knights. They paid him to be a good veteran who can who can do face-offs. Mark Stone and Patcharetti are the wild card to me. And for Vegas Golden Knights fans, I'm going to explain what I mean by they're going to be the wild card. For anyone who watched Mark Stone in Ottawa, and for anyone who watched Matt Pacioretty in Montreal, you will know that they're the definition of either they're super hot in the playoffs and they will just keep lighting it up like they did last year. Or... They will be cold, and you rarely hear from them like they did a couple of years ago when Pacioretty was in Montreal and when Mark Stone was in Ottawa. There have been times that in playoff games, it's very hard to find Pacioretty and Stone on the ice. Now, the idea for the Vegas Golden Knights is that you take those two players, who are two of the top players in the NHL according to their rankings— and you put them together, you get a veteran center, you put them on that line, and the chemistry is supposed to mesh well. You're supposed to have that chemistry. The fallback is that if you don't have that chemistry, that means you're only going to have one solid line in Marcia Smith, and Carlson. Two lines at the most, and that's if they mesh well. But one solid definitive line. That next line with the Vegas Golden Knights is what worries me. So you're going to have Chandler Stevenson. You will have Nick Cousins. And you will have Alex Tuck. Alex Tuck, he has been hot and cold. Last year, he had a very good second year with the Vegas Golden Knights. But with his injury problems, his stats are not as well as it should be. If he played a full season, his stats would probably be a lot higher. It would be an indication of where he could be with the Vegas Golden Knights. But there's a reason he's in a lot of trade rumors. There's a reason why, when it comes to the Vegas Golden Knights making a trade this offseason, he's one of the first players to get brought up because he does have trade value. But his injuries over the past two seasons have caused his stats to be as high as they should be. So that's a concern. Nick Cousins, Chandler Stevenson, they've only spent half a season with the Vegas Golden Knights. So you're not going to get a clear picture of what they can do yet. That's normally why you have those last 20 games of the season to build up that chemistry and get those lines to be bonding when it comes to a Stanley Cup run. With Nick Cousins, I remember him. He played for the Arizona Coyotes. He didn't impress me personally, but the Vegas Golden Knights saw something in him. That's why they acquired him. Chandler Stevenson, yeah, he played for the Washington Capitals, but with his role in the Vegas Golden Knights, he had a hot streak to start out the season. When he kicked off his tenure with Vegas, he was getting point after point after point. It felt like he had this long 12-game streak of scoring an assist or a goal every single game. But he started to cool down towards the second half of the year. When you added in these new parts and you added in these new characters, it caused the Vegas Golden Knights to rotate their starting rotation it caused them to make changes to the starting lineup. And Chandler Stevenson wasn't as productive in the second half as he was in the first half. If he gets that first half spark, then that 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 line would be very productive. The Tuck, Stevenson, and Cousins line. The fourth line, if you're a Vegas Golden Knights fan, you already know who the fourth line is. It's sick, It's Reeves and it's Carrier. Okay, it's been that line for the most part this entire season. Carrier's been on the fourth line unless he had to be on the third line when Cody Glass was there. Ryan Reeves has been a long-standing member of that line ever since he was acquired in 2018. And Nosick has been there since day one. That fourth line is the definition of a fourth line. Okay, they're not flashy. They're not going to impress you, but they get the job done. That's why when you watch majority of these videos about the Stanley Cup playoffs, what do they talk about? Your top three forwards, when it comes to your lines, they talk about your top nine. Your three forward lines. And your four defenseman, your top two defensive pairings. The reason why most people avoid the fourth line is that unless you are a stacked team, your fourth line is the definition of you're gonna have one guy who is a fighter. He's the enforcer, he's the agitator of this team. He's the instigator in the NHL. That's what Ryan Reeves is. No sick is a good a good shooter and carrier can cause uh, can cause problems I am your host Rocco Kelly follow me on social media at Rocco Kelly radio this is the sports angle so long everyone.
0: These are the sounds of someone taking their eyes off the road. Texting while driving is more than distracting. It's dangerous. Do yourself a favor. Do us all a favor. When you're on the road, stay off the phone. A message from CTIA.
3: The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle, is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast